0: Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome back to Podcastage. Today, I'm back with a review of a microphone type that I haven't really looked at before, standalone head-worn microphones. The mic that we're looking at today is the Shure SM35XLR variation. If you are interested in this microphone, it will cost you around $160. Like always, I'll throw some affiliate links in the description down below. Also for this review, I am running the microphone directly through the TA4F to XLR adapter that came in this kit into the Focusrite 18i 22nd Gen, 24-bit 48 kHz, gain set at around 4 o'clock with the 48 volts on. I will not do any kind of post-processing, but I may have to boost it a little bit in post, so make sure to check the doobly-doo or the lower third to see what I diddly did. And now let's go ahead and talk about what comes in the box. What a surprise you are going to get the microphone. As I alluded to in the XLR kit, you will get the TA4F to XLR adapter. You'll get 2 clip on windscreens, a clip to manage the cable running down the clothes and a little bit of documentation then as far as the build quality i don't have any points of comparison here but i guess it feels fine the capsule is made out of metal which feels very nice the arm does have a good amount of articulation to get the microphone in the proper position the headband does have quite a bit of flex to it to allow for small or larger heads but it does lack any kind of adjustment to get just the right fit for your head size The points where the headband makes contact with your temples have a tiny bit of foam padding but it doesn't add much in terms of comfort and i don't think this is going to last very long it seems as though this will wear out and finally the cable is permanently attached at 1.1 meters or 45 inches and the cable terminates into the ta4f connector and if it matters to you this microphone is made in mexico Then as far as the specs, this microphone has a cardioid polar pattern, a frequency response of 40Hz to 20kHz, a sensitivity of around negative 57dB, an impedance of 100 ohms, a max SPL of 151dB, a self-noise of a whopping 35dBA, and a phantom power requirement of 5 volts over TA4F, or 12 to 52 volts over the XLR adapter. Now I am spinning around the microphone to 90 degrees so you can hear the off axis rejection and coloration continuing around to the rear of the microphone. This is the back continuing to the second 90 degree angle. Here we are and then rotating and ending at the front of the mic. Now I want to test the plosive rejection of this thing. So this is a worst case scenario with the microphone directly in front of my mouth please bring pizza pronto, please bring pizza pronto. And now here is the microphone off to the corner of my mouth. Please bring pizza pronto, please bring pizza pronto. Now, as far as the distance, this is the recommended half inch away from the corner of the mouth. Now I'm about three inches away from the corner of my mouth. Now I'm about six inches away from the corner of my mouth. And finally, about one foot away from the corner of my mouth. Now I am typing on a keyboard with Gateron Blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And for the gaming folk, now I am typing on the sad W and the spacebar keys. Now, here is how the SM35 sounds in a well-treated room. And now, here is how the microphone sounds in a completely untreated room. Now, I want to see what kind of noise gets picked up as you adjust the microphone on the arm. Now right here I would typically include a comparison between the microphone that I'm reviewing and a couple of its competitors but I don't have any other dedicated head-worn microphones so I'm just going to compare it against a couple microphones that I think will make an interesting comparison. Like always we'll start on the mic that we're reviewing. This is the SM35 gain set at 4 o'clock and here's how it's sounding. First up, we are on the Shure SM58, which is a handheld dynamic microphone that goes for about $100, three inches off. My gain is set at around 430, and here is how this compares to a head-worn electric condenser microphone that goes for 100 for the TA4F or 160 for the XLR version. Let's go back to it back again on the sm35 for a palette cleanser here is how it sounds make sure to check the lower third and let's jump to the next microphone now you are hearing a premium gaming headset the buyer dynamic mmx 300s these go for about 250 dollars i have these connected directly to my mac my gain is set at around five percent and here is how this compares to a 100 dollars standalone Head-worn microphone. Let's jump back and do a couple more. All right, back again for another palette cleanser. This is pressing on my temples and it is deeply unpleasant, but here is how it sounds. Let's go to another microphone. Now I am on the audio technica bphs 2 which is a broadcast headset. This one has a dynamic microphone and it is running XLR into the 18i20 gain set at around four o'clock and here is how this compares to the Sure SM35. There you go. Let's jump back to the 35 and we have two more to go. All right, we have a couple more comparisons to go. This is not going to be a dozen microphone week. SM35, nothing has changed. Here's some wind noise. Let's go to the next mic. Now I am on the Shure SM81, which goes for about $400. This is another small diaphragm condenser from Shure, but a different quality level than the SM35. And here is how this compares to the Headworn. Small, very small diaphragm condenser microphone from Shure. Let's do one more. And we have one final microphone. You all know what it's going to be. Leave your guesses in the comments down below and let us jump to it right now. And finally, we are on the Neumann U87AI. Hello, Neumann. This goes for about $3,700. Large diaphragm condenser microphone, cardioid mode, no pad, no filters, gain set at around 11 o'clock and here is how this compares to a head-worn small diaphragm condenser mic that is 37 times cheaper there you go control versus the microphones that are actually worth comparing it against okay let's there's no music test here so let's go to the conclusion all right, like I mentioned, I don't really have any other points of comparison for a standalone headworn microphone. This is the first mic in this category, and this is me just starting the dive down this rabbit hole. But first up, as far as pros, the low end on this microphone isn't overly high-passed, leading to it sounding anemic, which is something we heard on the bphs 2 It still has some amount of body to it, which can be a very good thing if you want a fuller sound, but if you just want out-of-the-box, it functions, may not sound as good, but it's not going to have any trouble that may be an issue. Also, the background noise rejection on this microphone is quite good. That is likely due to the proximity of the microphone to the sound source, AKA the mouth, that increases the signal to background noise ratio. So if that is something that you are looking for in a microphone, it does that pretty well. But then we get to the cons, and the first one for me is the self noise of 35 DBA. That is really high. I criticized the Audio-Technica AT2020 for having a 20-ish dBA self-noise, 15 dBA higher. Not only that, it has a sensitivity of around negative 58 dB, which means you're going to have to crank your preamp and introduce preamp noise as well. All of that to say, if you are looking for a headworn microphone and you require low noise recordings or you want low noise recordings, This is not going to cut the mustard because it is a worst-case scenario, low sensitivity, and high self-noise. Additionally, I don't like the lack of adjustability on this thing because it's really hard to get a good fit and to get the microphone to stay in place. As I moved around, the microphone would move around as well and move out of the optimal position. I do understand this is more on the affordable side of head worn microphones, but I would have loved to have seen a way to extend or retract the boom arm just a little bit to try to get the position of the microphone right there on the corner of the mouth. Speaking on that, because this is a microphone so close to the mouth, it's going to pick up wind noise. It's going to, if you breathe into the microphone, it's going to pick up that and it's going to suffer from plosives. But, to be fair, any microphone in this kind of setup is going to suffer from that, and the final con for me is the comfort of this head-worn microphone. The lack of padding can make it kind of tense and a little bit uncomfortable, but because you can't get a proper fit if it shifts just a little bit and gets right into the correct spot, it can actually become painful. If it presses on your temples in the wrong way, boy howdy does it smart. Not the most comfortable thing and sometimes downright terrible, painful. And now what are my overall thoughts and opinions of the SM35 on the electric guitar, the acoustic guitar, and for singing? I don't have any opinion because I did not test that. For spoken word, i am very happy that it is not overly aggressively high passed it still has some of that body which is lacking in headsets like the bphs1 the bphs2 and if i had tested any other broadcast headsets i am sure it would be overly high passed on those as well but because it's not overly high passed you do start to have an issue with the low mids becoming muddy I found that a fairly broad cut focused around 200 hertz cleaned up a lot of that muddiness and opened it up quite a bit. The mids in general on this thing do come across a little bit congested and closed off, not my favorite sound. And then the top end is not over boosted, which I think is great. It doesn't come across as bright either, but it does come across a bit unsmooth. It is not the nicest top end on a microphone, but again, this is a budget headworn microphone, and you can't expect crystal clear, amazing, large diaphragm condenser sound out of this thing. It just has some drawbacks, and I am pointing out what I hear. And to wrap up, would I recommend the Shure SM35? For some people, I think I would. I will admit that it sounds a lot better than I would expect a small diaphragm, headworn microphone to sound. Especially being that I have only tested headset microphones like the BPHS1 and the BPHS2, which are very aggressively high-passed this sounds much better to my ears than those microphones. However, I do still think this microphone sounds a bit artificial. It has a high self noise, a low sensitivity, and it picks up plenty of wind noise, plosives, and mouth noises. I'm pointing that out because if you have the ability to use a standalone handheld microphone or a standalone large diaphragm or small diaphragm condenser mic, I think you should go that route. The reason that I'm recommending that is because those standalone microphones are typically, if not always, going to have specifications that are significantly better than a small diaphragm head-worn microphone like this. And on top of that, a microphone in your hand or a microphone on the stand is not fixed in position to the sound source, AKA your mouth. So if you're going to get loud, you can use proper microphone technique and back away. But with a head-worn microphone, You're stuck with the position that you got. But if you do have the need for a hands-free microphone and you don't have the requirement for a low noise recording or a perfect fit for your head or even a comfortable fit for your head, then I would recommend it because based on my experiences, at least with headset microphones, I think this sounds quite good. Yes, it does have its flaws and 10 times out of 10, I would pick a standalone handheld microphone over this, but compared to something like the BP-HS1 or 2, I prefer the sound of this. Of course, you aren't getting the headphones like you do with those broadcast headsets. Just for a microphone, I like this better than those other options. All right, that is it for this video. If you found this thing fun, interesting, or helpful, Go ahead and give me a thumbs up. Hated it. Big ol' thumbs down. If you want to check out this video beneath me, I bet you'd find that interesting. Go watch it. Go watch it right now. And these people over here are amazing. Thanks to them. And I will talk to you on a later date. Bye-bye. Whoop.